We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Monday evening, man. Another edition of Knicks Fan TV Live. On today's episode, man, we got some bombshell breaking Knicks news. The Knicks have found a rat in the organization, a mole, if you will. And I'm going to take it up with the Toronto Raptors, man. A lawsuit is on the way and we're going to break it all down give you all the relevant information of this lawsuit between the knicks and the toronto raptors special guest tonight mike vorkanoff who covers the nba business beat for the athletic so lock in hit that like button hit the share button and subscribe to the channel the number one knicks show for the fans by the fans the number one knicks podcast for the fans by the fans knicks fan tv all right, CP the Franchise, Mike Vorkanoff of The Athletic on the ones and twos here. Never a dull moment in Knicksland, Mike. Never a dull moment, it's man. A, it's August, man. It's supposed to be quiet. Yeah. And, and here you are. You thought you, you, you escaped the Knicks beat for greener pastures, but it's the gift that keeps on giving. Because as we've learned today, uh, the New York Knicks have engaged in a lawsuit with the Toronto Raptors. Because former Nick employee, Ike Azotam, who the Knicks hired as their uh, video coordinator and also director of video slash analytics slash player development assistant, the Knicks allege that Ike has been sending proprietary information to his new employer, the Toronto Raptors, using company assets and divulging secret information, man. What was your take when, when you saw this, man? Well, uh, for one, I was shocked uh, a little bit. I don't remember the last time one NBA team sued another. I just straight up, I don't think that happens very often, right? Um, the other part is I've been trying to make sense of it all is, you know, where's the line between just guys leaving teams, taking some stuff with them out the door, uh, which I think happens, uh, and where – and if this crossed that line, and I think it kind of differs just from the people I spoke to, you know, some people say, Hey, this happens. There's not much there. Some people think this is a little bit more than usual. <clears throat> I think the thing that we have to understand, first of all, and this is just a complaint, right? Still has to be adjudicated. We don't right. know, you know, this is the Knicks version of the case, right? We still have to see what everything, um, 
with going forward and where all this all you know heads out and all the people listening who have law degrees and legal understanding know yeah. this better than me so they can explain it but to me it's wild again just to see two teams in a courtroom and the knicks are involved and obviously yeah. they have some history with the raptors and uh I, I don't know. The first thing that came to me was the headline here is, you know, former Knicks employee takes some files, some video uh, stuff, some synergy clips out the door with him, right? Some ways of how the Knicks did their cutups, preparing for a team, scouting reports, all that stuff. I thought the bigger claim, if you read through the lawsuit or you read our story about the lawsuit, they're, you know, the Knicks are alleging that uh, Darko Yakovich, uh, the Raptors head coach, was kind of behind this yeah. right and that they were doing this because he's a first-time head coach now again that's that's the next version of the event yeah um but that to me stuck out stuck out as the as one of the big allegations and again allegations in the lawsuit and, and so we have to see how this goes going forward Absolutely, man. And we have obtained the, the full complaint logged here by the Knicks. And as you said, we'll, we'll use the word allegedly because this is their account of what happened here. But this is pretty damning if this is true that new Raptors head coach Darko Rajakovich, according to numbers eight and nine in this complaint, it says um, to assist this novice coach in doing his job, defendant Rajakovich and other Raptors defendants conspire to use Azatam's position as a, a current Knicks insider to funnel <clears throat> proprietary information to the Raptors to help them organize, plan, and structure the new coaching and video operation staff. That 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 could be a game changer if, if true. Yeah. And again, we gotta see how those how all this goes, right? How much is this editorializing by the Knicks? Uh, how much of it is, you know, the thing we all got to figure out is we got to, you know, we got to figure out what's the norm in the NBA, right? Like right. when someone leaves one team for another, one coach leaves for another coaching staff, what do they take with them? What do they not take with them? What goes over the line? And and I think different people have maybe different, uh, let's get into unspoken rules of the league and all that crap that sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like that, that you got to figure out what the baseline, is, right? Like you got to figure out what's, what's okay. What's not okay. Um, but if there was some direction and if that part turns out to be true, uh, you got to see what the NBA does and if they step in and if they think that's something that they need to evaluate and look into themselves. Absolutely, man. And you're definitely right on that. It's like in sports and in regular life, right? You change jobs, depending on what industry you're in, you might take some files with you to, to maintain your momentum in sports. You'll see like, especially in football, right? The, the late training camp cuts will get picked up. The, the jets will cut a guy. The Patriots will pick him up, right? Belichick is notorious mm -hmm. for doing that. They'll pick him up. Yeah. What's in that playbook? What's, what's going on yeah. on the other side? So I, I don't think in sports, everybody's just going by an honor code, but where I think this guy dropped the ball and I think it's partly that the Knicks are trying to make an example of him, is that he used company assets to do his dirt. And, and, and that should be a lesson for, because this, this, this was my neck of the woods. In, in a previous life, I, I did uh, dabble as, as a uh, IT security consultant. You sign the confidenti uh, confidentiality agreements when, when you work on these jobs. Mm -hmm. And... In some industries, most companies that, that have the budget to do so, they're going to track what you do when you're using the, the, the company information. And, and where Azatan went wrong 
is that as the, the Knicks allege in, the, in this case here, he used, he first of all, he, he transferred the proprietary files to his personal email, which is rule number one in, in most corporate security cases that, 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 that they're going to look at. And then from there, he started sending it to the Raptors. So, I mean, th- this guy was just sloppy all over the place, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that was the giveaway, right? Like, as, as you said, he was making all these things in synergy, uh, all these clips, taking, I guess, some of the clips that they used for the game 82 against the Pacers, I think another game uh, against Denver, and forwarding that stuff to himself, to his personal Gmail account, uh, according to what the Knicks say in their lawsuit. And I think that was the tell. And they figured out that this was going on on August 15th. His last day was August 14th. Um, and I think that kind of raised some, you know, some interest and alarm. You're the IT expert. What's the right way if you're trying to take stuff out of your company to not yeah. get noticed by the IT experts? You know, the, the thing <laughs> is, is that every everything is not going to get tracked. However... When these companies invest in these data loss prevention technologies, they're going to classify certain types of information as proprietary, low-level public information. In this case, when you're talking about scouting reports and things of that nature, the Knicks clearly classify these things as, you know, high, high classification, very, very top. Well, that's my, that's my question, though, right? So yeah. it's a scattering report of the Pacers from Game 82. Useless already, yeah. right? Like, as soon as that season ended, it's useless. Same yeah. thing with the Denver scattering report. I think what was more valuable, I guess, from his perspective or maybe from the Raptors' perspective, or at least in the eyes of what the Knicks allege, is almost like the classification system of how the Knicks did this right. as opposed to what the information is itself. Uh, you know, that's up for debate. Obviously, I I don't know. I can't say enough about what uh, Darko uh, – Ryakovich, God, I'm, I feel like I'm butchering his name every time, knows and doesn't know, right? Like, he's been around the NBA for a while. He's, he's coached at several teams. He's coached for Monty Williams, I think, coached for Taylor Jenkins. Like, this isn't his first time figuring out what, like, a scouting report and a scouting cut-up should look like from the video perspective. Um, but that, I think, to me, is probably more the value of the information there than just like, hey, here's the 250 plays the Pacers play all the time. Like, yeah. All right. The Raptors know that. Every team knows every team's other plays. You know what I mean? Right. Well, well what about, because also in this in this document here, it says that he sent the Raptors, it seemed like the Knicks intel on Raptors players themselves. So I thought that was yeah. really interesting. Yeah, and, and that would be. Um, that would be more so like the proprietary information that is actually valuable, I think, more so than like the play calls. And, right. Uh, you know, the scattering reports on other teams' players. And, and again, um, we have to see what the Raptors' version of the events is too, right? And I'm curious to see what they say about this too because, you know, they will have their time to investigate. They will have had their time to talk to Azatam, uh, who we haven't heard from in this complaint or any response since, right? Um, and, and so we'll see how the two sides square up in terms of, of their structure. I, it is interesting to me that, they said in a statement that the Knicks came to them with this information last week. Um, the Raptors said, okay, we'll handle it. We'll, we'll go internally. We'll do our own investigation. And it seems like the Knicks gave them no heads up that a lawsuit might be coming or that there's any kind of legal action. pending. And so uh, on top of all that, you know, this seems more acrimonious than even just the lawsuit itself. Just the fact that these are two NBA teams, right? They're peers in a league, in a yeah. collective that is based on mutual success to some degree. And they're going at it like this uh, in court now. 
Boy, Dolan wasted no time, man. I mean, we're, we're talking a mere matter of weeks before <laughs> the legal goons got on this, man. A couple of notable things. On August 15th, just last week, the Knicks insider threat security team identified the theft, and the Knicks records show that the stolen files were accessed over 2,000 times by Raptors defendants. Uh, his, he, Azatam, gave them his subscription to Synergy, gave him his login information to create and then transfer to the Raptors defendants over 3,000 files consisting of film, information, and data. Now, this guy also used the Knicks file sharing <laughs> platform <laughs> to send these files over to the Raptors, completely oblivious to, uh, to to corporate security protocols, man. I mean, this guy was just sending files left and right. He, he might as well just left it on his desk and, and had them pick it up by a courier or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think, the, I, I look, again, I'm not an expert, so I, I don't want to, like, say too much myself, but it seems like part of this may have been just, like, the clumsy way it was all handled, yeah. right? Um, as much as anything else and, and that's what got him caught and once he got him caught you know there's the question of like okay do we do something with this like how do we handle all this information um we also don't know what happened in between the knicks finding out about this and the lawsuit being filed and whether there's conversations on either side but and this certainly was handled like in a clumsy way and the information was extracted allegedly uh, if the knicks complaint is uh, to be believed in a clumsy way that probably made it you know much easier to track it and to figure out what was going on yeah absolutely man and you know in terms of you know people are looking for what the league's response is going to be but as you said you have to wait and see you know how the raptors respond what what azatam says when they have their day in court when you go back and, and look at the, the precedent obviously at spygate between the jets and the patriots that one cost the patriots a fine and a first round pick this has also happened in, in Formula One between McLaren and Ferrari. I think there was just fines levied there. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if indeed the, the Knicks have a case here. And it just seems like they do, just based on the fact that a lot of this is corroborated by actual, you know, the actual technology. Does it cost Rajakovic's job? Does it cost the Raptors a pick? Do they get fined? It's going to be interesting to see what the penalties are there. Well, like, that's the other thing. How far is this going to go? right like all right, we have a lawsuit it's public now right like one that's probably something the nba didn't want to see like yeah let's be real they don't want to see two teams suing each other right uh so what is the league's opinion of all this we have seen obviously in the past that whatever the league thinks james dolan doesn't necessarily care from time to time right like he will do what he wants but will there be pressure from the league to try to just like end this basically yeah or and what or the raptors want to see this go through in the legal process like will this go to discovery let alone trial like will this go to discovery that can be its own um you know <laughs> that can be something that neither side wants to have people offer de depositions to have files being sought um so i'm kind of curious to see how far this process goes how long this stays uh, it, you know, going through the legal process and just like what else we learn as a result of that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, according to our guy, Ian Begley, uh, a statement from, I believe this is Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment and the Raptors on the civil suit. Uh, it says MLSC and the Toronto Raptors received a letter from MSG on Thursday of last week, bringing this complaint to our attention. Uh, MLSE responded promptly, making clear our intention to conduct an internal investigation. 
Uh, what else does he say here? MLSE has not been advised that a lawsuit was being filed or has been filed following its correspondence with MSG. The company strongly denies any involvement in the matters alleged. Uh, we will reserve further comment until this matter has been resolved in the satisfac- to the satisfaction of both parties. So that was the, uh, that was the response from the Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Group. Yeah, I mean, they've denied all claims, uh, as you assume that they would. And, I, you know, again, that's the only thing we don't know. We have yeah. one side of the allegations. We have one complaint from the Knicks point of view, right, because they were the ones who filed uh, the case itself, the lawsuit itself in the U.S. Southern District in New York. We'll see what the Raptors have to say later on. Um, but it certainly is interesting. And I think this kind of gets into, a, you know, kind of a more, more intricate world in the NBA of what happens when you leave a team. You know, just talking to other people in the league now, they're all like, hey, you know, that that's even a cause for debate. It's yeah. like, is this okay, basically? Or did this go too far? And, and I've heard um, different answers from different people so far. Yeah. I guess, as you said, you you would have to know specifically, like, what from Synergy was so critical there. You know, the Pacers game from game 82 may not be, but is it a methodology that the Knicks are, are using that other teams aren't using? It seems like some of this information could be made available if you use, like, a second spectrum or another third-party type of tool anyway. But it's just interesting that that the Raptors seem to be very, very interested in this. And I also think it's, it's kind of funny that, you know, a lot of people like to, to clown the Knicks for their mismanagement. The coaching staff sucks. But according to the Knicks, as you say, it could have been editorialized. But the Raptors were hot after the Knicks management philosophy here. Well, I mean, that's the thing, like, you know. Uh, you have to do separation of some here of what the allegation of facts are, right? And like what the allegation of assumption is, right? Like, do the Knicks have actual evidence that they think this was being done because the new Raptors head coach wanted to use their, you know, their filing system, their 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 scouting system, whatever it is, as a basis or at least a point of information for his new way of running a staff? I, I don't know. That's kind of what they're saying and what the message they want to get across, that their way of telling a story through the lawsuit itself. But what they do allege more factually is just that this information was taken, that there were 3,358 video files taken from the video uh, from the Synergy account. That, I think, is more rooted in fact than like whatever the allegations are against the Raptors head coach and, and just his motivations behind that. Um, I, I think we can separate those two things, you know, into two different bins when we're looking through this. Yeah. Well, the, these are all allegations, man. But you got to put uh, Ike as a Tam in, in the uh, in the dumb criminals section of, of the book because if you know Dolan is profiling lawyers with the video surveillance technology, if you know he's not letting anybody speak on any matters concerning the team, good or bad, you got to know he's tracking everything, emails and all <laughs> of internal employees, man. You got to know that. You got to you got to think. Oh, yeah. that. I mean, yeah, at MSU, I feel like every keystroke is just being, you know, like they, they're aware of every keystroke on the computer and any company like any company, anything is being tracked. Yeah. Uh, absolutely bad and for you guys at home this is be let this be a lesson learned as well like i said you guys mostly on most of your jobs you're signing confidentiality agreements don't send work files to your email without permission because a lot of those times those things attract most companies will have personal email from corporate email blocked not in the case of the knicks but most companies will have that 
And, you know, for, for you guys at home, you, you just got to know that because you never know what you could be liable for, whether you're doing it uh, knowingly or, or you, you're doing it just, you know, just to get some work done at home. You, you just never know what, what you could be on the hook for. So obviously the Knicks, uh, their, their technology is up to speed and, and locked in and <laughs> at a moment's notice. But you, you'd be surprised, man. There, there's many companies in industries that really need to, to protect this information that don't have that investment in those, those type of insider threat technologies, man. You'd be very surprised. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. That's wrong. I want to hear all the stories that you had about. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I got to know you, about man. your other life and yeah. what you found out. Some major corporations out there that you could probably catch slipping if you were looking to make some coin on the black market, man. That, that's all I'll say. That, that's all I'll say, man. Uh, hey, listen, 60% of, of, of cyber incidents are from the inside. It's an inside job. A lot of people think it's, you know, it's foreign actors, it's Russia, it's China, it's all these people. It's from inside, man. Uh, and look, like, right, I think the comparison is maybe in a normal job to, like, some kind of corporate espionage, yeah. right? Well, like, pro sports is so different in the way that everything works, right? Like, so much of this stuff is out in the public, right? Like, all these scouting reports, you can watch the Knicks games. You can watch the Pacers games. You can watch yeah. the Raptors games. You can bring your own insight into this. And so that's why I'm saying, like, it's such a slippery slope of, like, the Knicks called all this confidential. The Knicks called all this proprietary. Obviously, they feel like some of it is, but some of this stuff is out in public, and so it's such a slippery slope of, like, what do you take with you? 
You know, what is the information that you retain when you go to any other organization? When you leave one team, even if, you know, if you're an assistant GM, whether you're an assistant coach in the front of the bench, like what is information that you can and you cannot take with you? And so I'm trying to set baselines for what's real and what's not when it comes to this type of stuff across the NBA, across any sport is really hard. Yeah, true indeed, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. We got 1,000 people in here on the check-in. CP the Franchise, Mike Vorkanoff of The Athletic on the ones and twos for this emergency live stream. Dolan is out for blood, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what happens. Uh, the Rhyme Animal, Chuck D, $20 super chat. He says, everyone is for sale. The brass is following the lead of, of renegade players. Adam Silver's ship is sailing through rough waters. Needs a page from the stern book. We need to concentrate on beating this team on the floor. In my opinion, this is hype. Yeah, man. No, one, no wonder the Raptors beat the Knicks so many times in the regular season, man. This guy, Ike, was, was feeding him all the plays. Iso Brunson. They're going to Brunson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, knew, who knew the Knicks were running their offense in Brunson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, find out Super Chat from Chuck. He says, if we don't have a case, we should still sue them from Bar- for Bargnani. I agree with that. Give us give, give us OG Ananobi and a first round pick for this man. Knicks have been violated by too many teams this year. Uh, Brandon, real, real question yeah. though, can you make a trade if you're suing each other in court? That's a great question. That that's a great what's, question. What's the NBA policy on this? Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is is this is just uh, sour grapes over the Barnani deal, man. Dolan never forgets, man. <laughs> you know he, he's a piece of petty patty never forgets man the lowry no trade right yeah. like remember, wasn't yeah. he almost a nick for, that for ready for to go? yeah yeah so you just never know shout out to brandon guest franchise channel member as well he says uh well guess we can kiss the og trade goodbye maybe his contract could be negotiated in a plea deal <laughs> maybe man maybe so stay tuned well by the way we, yeah. we gotta say like yeah everyone's talking plea deal this is a civil suit by the way, this right. is not a criminal right. case, right. Right? right? Like, that's very important to note. Yeah, that this is a civil suit indeed. So uh, let's see what happened there. Um, real quick, Mike, you know, Philadelphia's on fire right now. I like to see it. Yeah, the whole Harden situation. That's another thing the league is like, what is going on here? Harden, a legend that Daryl Morey promised him a quick trade. Now the league is investigating. Shams is reporting that Philly intends to keep him for the entire season. So Maury's digging in his his tracks. What's your take on all of that, man? I expect chaos. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, if we know one thing about Daryl Morey, he's gonna like stick to his guns until yeah. he feels like he gets what he what he is supposed to get in a trade or a contract or whatever. And we have seen from James Harden that if he wants out, he's gonna try to get out. So what happens when those two immovable forces go up against one another? I really, I straight up do not know. Uh, maybe he's trying to, you know, wait out the Clippers. Daryl Moore is trying to wait out the Clippers. Maybe he thinks he gets a better offer when training camp's about to start. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to get an all-star level player back for James Harden, right? James Harden's not that kind of guy anymore. He's 34, almost 35. Like we, we've seen slippage. He's in the last year of his deal. Um, I don't think he'll get a bunch of high picks. I don't think he's going to get some great offer unless it, you know, probably involves three teams to make this all happen. And and if James Harden, you know, just dead set on not, never playing for Philly again, tell me what the way out is. Tell me how this all ends. Yeah. Well, the Knicks fans are just waiting on Joel Embiid. Uh, I think we we've. Oh yeah, I mean the folks. Knicks are just like leaning back, smiling. They're like they're good. I I have no clue how Maury gets out of this with a great deal. 
I think he's stuck. Uh, I can't, as you said, I, I don't see them getting a, a a player that can help them maintain their championship window. How many teams are looking to trade for James Harden on the last year of his deal? On the decline, yeah, he had a decent season, but obviously he's on the decline. You don't want to invest too much in a player like that. And then on top of that, have to pay him. Maybe Steve Ballmer is the only one stupid enough to do it. But I, I just don't see how this ends well for Philadelphia, for Maury. And then, look, we'll, we'll have to see where, where that uh, where that puts Joel Embiid. I mean, there's so much speculation now with him. Now the Knicks are the favorite for him to go to if, if as far as the betting odds. It, it, it's all over the place, man. I mean, that's the best leverage James Harden probably has, is if he can get Joel Embiid to make his case, right, for James Harden to come back. Yeah. Uh, you have, because Daryl Morey, you know, this is not just one guy in a vacuum. You got to make sure Joel Embiid's happy. That's the franchise right now. So if James Harden can get Joel on his side and, and kind of be vocal about it, um, then, then kind of the math of all this changes. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh, have you been tapping into uh, FIBA Hoops? FIBA Hoops starting this Saturday, I believe, uh, or this Friday to, with Team USA out there in the, in the Philippines. Uh, are you are you tracking them? A little bit here and there, here and there. I'm not saying up every night like you've been. I know you were doing the scouting report. Yeah, we're on it. Bronson had a bad game the other day, but yeah. you know that happens. Yeah, man. And then and then this guy Bill Simmons, you know, brings out the pitchforks. Now they want him benched. I didn't like that, man. That's too much. Yeah. It's like, I mean, come on, like it's one FIBA game. Like we got to, it's not even a real FIBA World Cup game, right? It's all exhibition stuff. And like, that's the interesting thing about what, um, what the war, not the Warriors, what, what uh, Warriors head coach Steve Kerr has done as the FIBA head coach is that he seems to want to have some continuity. And this is his way of getting it, just running the same lineups out there. So I don't think Brunson's going to the bench or you should make anything out of, you know, 15 minutes in an exhibition game. Yeah. I, I wouldn't make too much out of it, man. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens when the tournament kicks off, man. But, Mike, definitely uh, appreciate the insights on uh, on the matters, man. Never a dull moment, no offseason for you. And, uh, yeah, man, let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, man. Uh, look for me on Twitter uh, or The Athletic or nowhere because i'm going on vacation and you will not find me <laughs> that's a good one man well definitely enjoy it and once again thanks again for the time for you people at home i want you to tap into tonight's sponsor man and that is nba 2k mobile guys definitely check that out man you know as knicks fans uh we have very limited great moments but we know all of our great moments man from the 94 finals the 99 cinderella run linsanity mellow brunson taking the team to the second round well in nba 2k mobile you have the opportunity to create your own memories man it's a great game if you guys haven't checked it out go into your app store whether you're android or, or apple and download nba 2k mobile man there's a lot of great features in this game one of them is the tournament mode and one of the biggest features of nba 2k mobile is that they reward you for everything with player cards and once you get the player cards you can essentially create your own fantasy team so when i opened up the app the first five player cards i got was obviously jason tatum he's the cover athlete i got dejounte murray i got uh, karis levert 
uh, Collins, and I got Nurkic. So it's a decent team. But as you go up, as you level up in NBA 2K Mobile, when you win games, when you make different when you accomplish different objectives, when you finish different drills, you'll get your your coins, you'll get your your points, so you can level up and get more player cards. You can get NBA Legends, Bird, Jordan, Magic, so on and so forth, and create your own fantasy team to create your own memories with, man. So it's a great game. Definitely check it out. Very sleek interface. The graphics are on point. And a lot of you guys are, are on your phones 24-7 anyway, so you might as well tap in to the best basketball franchise, and that is NBA 2K Mobile. Download NBA 2K Mobile for free on the App Store or Google Play, and use my promo code TATUM2KMOBILE, that's TATUM2KMOBILE, to redeem an exclusive Jason Tatum Pearl Tier card. So shout out to our friends at NBA 2K Mobile, man. So... Mike, enjoy your vacation, get away from the beat, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up in uh, September, October, man. Thanks again for the time. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. All right, man. For you guys at home, we'll check you guys next time, man. Have a great night. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.